Hi, you are listening to the Hope Church Sermon Podcast. At Hope, our mission is to help people know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. Now, join us as we listen in on a sermon from last Sunday. It is our hope that you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. Hey, well, good morning and welcome to week two of our series, I Give Up. I love, love, love the kickoff of this series last week. I hope that this week will be um, an even better week for you, an even a more shifting week for you. Week one, um, we gave you guys all flags. If you didn't get a flag, just they're using them in kids, I think, today. Just go by the kids' area and just say, hey, I didn't get a flag last week. You just take one from your kid. We really don't care how you get a flag. We just want you to be surrendered. We want you to be surrendered. Hey, uh, ladies, I hope that you will show up the, this week if you're like, I don't know anything about sisterhood. I don't know anything about hanging out with Christian ladies. Please, 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 please come. I got an email from uh, a friend of mine that uh, runs a social media uh, company in the area. And she's like, I'm coming to that. Like, that just looks like it's going to be a blast. And it doesn't go to our church. But we want you to come to that. I don't know if you know this or not. I, I will probably say this for the rest of my life. You guys and girls, you need Christian community. I don't really know outside to say that. I don't know how to make it any more clear. I don't know how many more props I got to bring up here to kind of drive that pro- to drive that home. And I can't get a bigger surrender flag. I mean, don't get me wrong. I might get a bigger one. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know how else I can push it. So please, 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 please come to that and just check it out. And um, yesterday, right here in this gymnasium, I, t- I told Diane I got a picture yesterday from Gabe. And I'm so thankful. You know, sometimes we can look at what we don't have and it, it, we can look at what we don't have and it will cloud us from being grateful for what we actually do have. And so in the midst of all my driving around, in the midst of all my looking for different locations and looking for uh, places for us to gather and and do worship, I'm so thankful that we have this YMCA and and God's using it. And so yesterday we dropped that blue thing down above you guys and and we packaged 10,080 meals just yesterday. Um, and those are going to people right here um, in our here in our in our area. One in six people in our, in Central Florida um, don't know where they're going to get their next meal at. One in six people or one in seven people. I can't remember the exact number, but the point is this: like people are hungry in our area, and it's weird because we're not. So it's hard for us to remember. It's hard for us to remember the fact that there's other people out there who don't have it as good as we have it. And so um, I'm just grateful for this space that we get to do church, but we also get to pack meals and we also get to do all kinds of things in this space. I'm so 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 thankful uh, for it. I want to thank you for your generosity all those things that we do it takes it takes finances obviously it takes takes generosity of people who are working hard and and they're trusting God with their finances so thank you for giving and trusting the Lord with your finances again you're not trusting us you're trusting God because everything that we've been given anyways it belongs uh, it comes from God and so that when you steward it well it comes here and we steward it well and it allows us to serve uh, locally and nationally and globally and so thank you we're helping launch churches Um, I'm helping launch a church in Minnesota couple and we're helping another church in Claremont called Story Church. And there was a day in when I when there was a day when I was in ministry and I was young, my uncle always talks to me about this when I was when I was young in ministry. I feel like I'm still young in ministry. But I was young, I would be like, oh there's competition coming. And now I found myself more and more saying, hey, can I help you? I, don't, I know you're in our area, but if we can help you get started. So we're pouring finances into this church um, up in Claremont and helping people right here in our city uh, do what they're doing, what God's called them to do. Because I realize there's enough people in the city for us to reach all of them for Christ. And my big goal is to reach the city, not build a building. And so I'm so thankful for your generosity. When you're generous here, it allows us to be generous here and outside of here. We're in a series called I Give Up. I Give Up. And I Give Up really is all about giving God full control. I give up is really all about giving God full control. And so I hope that you've given God full control 
of your life. I feel like uh, hopefully whatever, whatever it is that he's asking you to do, again, you just do whatever God tells you to do and you're going to be okay. I hope that you've given God full control. Give up also is about allowing God to have what belongs to him. I hope you've let God, I hope you now know that everything you have, it belongs it belongs to God. I live. I love the story of of Baker, who's seven months old and went to heaven. That he belonged to God the whole way the whole way through, and now he's in heaven. And I, I want to let you know today. I know we struggle with leaving Earth and we struggle with death so hard, but we shouldn't struggle with this death as hard as we struggle with that because the Bible says that we get to we should mourn differently. And so his testimony has been a ripple effect all throughout the University of Florida and really all throughout the country. My little, my, my buddy, uh, my best friend Killer, his, his name is Joshua, he goes by Killer. That's a long story, we'll get to that another day. Um, but his niece, Carly, uh, 12 years old, like that will not make sense at this side of eternity. There's no way to make sense of that. This baker, there's no way to make sense at this side of eternity. But I do know this, that both those little, that both that boy and that little girl, they're in heaven running around with perfect feet and perfect heart and no brain swelling and no blood and no, and no, no uh, brain bleed. And so uh, we rejoice, we can rejoice differently and we can mourn differently. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 40 where we've gotten this, these, this message series at the last few weeks, the Bible says those who trust in the Lord, those who trust, those who trust in the Lord, they're going to find new strength. That, that's what they're going to do. And so last week we talked about new strength. Not only will they find new strength, the Bible says those people that trust in God, the people that like say that God's good and he can have it all and they believe God's a, re, God a revival, who believe God's with lying in both land. Those people, those, those kind of people, they believe that they will, soar, they will soar high on wings like eagles. They'll go, to, they'll go to new heights. The Bible says those kind of people, the kind of people who trust God, those people, they will run and they will not grow weary. They will walk and they will not grow faint. Now that sounds funny, like they shouldn't faint if they're walking they should faint if they're riding. I made fun of uh, I made fun of Tyson last week and about riding the bicycle for 26 miles. And yesterday he came to serve to come serve for the Hope Helps thing. And I said, "You all right, man?" I said, "You're walking slow." He goes, oh, "I just I just rode 40 miles." I said, "Dude, I'm, I'm not gonna make fun of you tomorrow, but 40 is like that's like a whole nother level of of riding riding a, a bicycle." But man, there is a Bible says that we can run and we cannot grow weary, but we can also walk and not grow faint. You would think he would say, "If you run." You won't go, if, if, you're, if you're running, you, you won't faint. And if you're walking, maybe you won't go weird because maybe they'll seem a little bit closer together. But the Bible says those kind of people, the people that fully surrender to God, the Bible says they have new strength, they soar high on wings like eagles, and they will run and they will not grow weary. And I want to be part of a church that can run and not grow weary. I want to be part of a church that can walk and not grow faint. I want to be part of a church that will soar high on wings like eagles. I want to be part of a church that has a new strength. I want to be, be part of a church who trusts in God. Because all those things come. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, one of my favorite verses, the Bible says, Seek first the kingdom of God, and then all these things will be added unto you. We do it so backwards. Usually we're like, I'm going to go after all the things, and then maybe, possibly, potentially, we can seek God, maybe. But he says, if you will seek God first, if we will seek God first, if we will trust God first, then the Bible says, then all these things will be added unto you. So last week we looked at new strength. Tonight... This morning, I want to look at new heights. My question for you today that we need to answer and our tension point today is, do you want to go higher? Because this verse implicates that you can actually go higher than you are. You can, you can soar on wings like eagles. You can go higher. If you ever saw a, a, an eagle fly, they can fly really high. And the, and the deal is once they get up there, they, they just glide. They don't, there's no flapping their wings like a little bird flaps wings. Once they get up there, they hit the wind just right and it begins to, it begins to just soar. And not working hard, not pumping their legs, not going harder, not going faster. And that's what we like to do. We like to go faster, run faster. And we like to work ourselves to death. 
And Jesus says, there's actually a point, if you actually trust me, I could get you so high and you could actually glide on this thing that we call this thing, this thing called life. If you trust in God. I don't know if you do or not. Do you want to go, do you want to go higher? He's asking that you and I take in this passage of scripture, do you want to go higher? In Acts chapter 6, there's a, a man in the Bible who lived a faithful life. He, he, he trusted in God and because he did that, God took him God took him higher. Acts chapter 6, verse 1, the Bible says, but as the believers rapidly multiplied. Acts chapter 2, 3,000 people got saved and baptized and added to the church. And then chapters later, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, it went viral. Before viral was ever a thing, viral happened in the scriptures. Before we called it viral, it, the gospel went viral. Love to see that happen today in, our, in this lifetime. The Bible says the Greek-speaking people, they believed the, the, I'm sorry, the Greeks, the Greek-speaking believers, they complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers saying that their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. Their racism and discrimination in the Bible. God has an answer for that. The Bible says before the high council, um, before, um, verse 2. So the 12 called a meeting of all the believers and they said this, we apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God and not running a food program. Not teach, we need to spend our time teaching the word of God and not reading a food program. So here was their idea. They went and got some people in the church to do some, to do some help because God's given us all a gift. Verse 3 says this, and so brothers, so brothers, select seven men who are well respected and full of the spirit and of wisdom. Can I ask you a question today? Are you well respected and full of the spirit and wisdom? Man, Pastor Wes, let's talk about communion. <laughs> Let's talk about what he did for us. Like, I want to be well-respected, I want to be full of wisdom, and I want, be, I want to be full of the Spirit. If you want to have goals, if you want to have hashtag goals, we have so many hashtag goals. We see a couple, like, oh, hashtag goals. We see a picture, hashtag goals. We see a house, a boat, oh, hashtag goals. Let's hashtag goals, fearing God and having wisdom and being respected by the community. One of our core values is we'll do anything short of sin to reach people, and I'm down with that. But I think the most attractive thing that we can do for the gospel is live lives that are fully surrendered to the gospel. Lives, live lives that are fully surrendered to this Bible, God's word. The Bible says that they got some guys who, who, were, who were respected, full of the spirit, and full of wisdom. We'll give them this responsibility. I'm here today to let you know if you want responsibility, you're going to have to give up. If you want God to have full control, you're going to have to give up. If you're going to do the things that we see these guys do in the scriptures, if we want to see these things happen in our own lives, we're going to have to give up and surrender to God. We're going to say, God, whatever you want, I want to be full of faith, full of the spirit, full of the wisdom. And then we can get some responsibility. I mean, so many people, they want responsibility, but they're not respected. No, they're not full of wisdom, not full of spirit. Let's be different. Like this Bible suggesting that this guy, Stephen, this guy, Stephen was. The Bible says that when they, when they did this, we'll give them responsibility. Then we apostles, we can spend our time in prayer and in teaching the word of God. Verse 5, verse five says, everyone liked this idea. This is awesome. Because nowadays church splits for the most easiest things. The Bible's like, we're going to do this. And everyone thought it was like, a really good idea. One of our core values of Hope Church is we aim to please God. If we all aim to please God, we're going to be okay. I think this was this church's goal was to please the Lord. The Bible says that we can spend our time doing our job. Everyone likes this idea. And they chose the following people. Stephen, a man full of faith and, and full of the Holy Spirit. They picked up Philip. They, they picked up Prochorus. They picked up Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas. And the Nicholas of Antioch, an earlier convert to the Jewish faith. A guy they led to the Christ just earlier on in, in, that, in that season. These seven men were presented to the apostles who prayed for them. And then they laid hands on them and they said, go do the work. Go, go put 
the work in. Verse 7 says this, so God's message continued to spread. The number of believers greatly, decre- greatly increased in Jerusalem, and many of the Jewish priests were converted to. These guys went on, they did something. They made a difference. Peter was making a difference. I mean, he was just, he knew who God was. He was finding freedom. He was discovering purpose. And now he's called to make a difference. People were watching his life. And just because they watched his life, they said, man, this guy, he's full of wisdom. He's full of spirit. He lives a life that's kind of worthy of actually following. Let's give him an opportunity. Let's, let's give him an opportunity to go higher. And some men appointed him. And you for us to walk into church one day and say, hey, Pastor Russ, I got in trouble for preaching the gospel. I got in trouble for, for sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's what happens to that guy. Because he preached the gospel, because he wanted people to know God, find freedom, discover us, make a difference, because he wanted to make disciples and, and baptize people, because he did what we wanted to do, the Bible says in verse 59, they stoned him. Gone. Here's, it, it, it gets better. While they're stoning him, Stephen's praying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. That sounds familiar, right? Uh, hopefully it does, because when Jesus was on the cross, he says to the, Jesus, God, you can have my spirit. Like, take me up, God. Like, it, it, I don't think it's going to get... I don't think the best is yet to come on this deal. Let's go and take me to heaven. In verse 60 says this, he fell to his knees and he was shouting, God, don't charge these guys with this sin. And with that, he died. Man, I want my testimony to look like that. I want people to say, man, he was, he was respected. He did the right thing. He was full of spirit, full of wisdom. He did what God called him to do. And when he was dying, he said, don't charge these guys for that. I'm going to be, if, if, if that happens to me right now, I'd be like, he deserved it. <laughs> she deserved Like, God killed him. Like, they're killing me. You kill them. Like, God, vengeance is yours, says the Lord. Go kill him. Like, I'm like, get him. That's what I'm thinking. But not, not Stephen. And Stephen is the martyr. And that we read about all throughout history. And, and people will hear about them. And, and then there started to be an, an, an onslaught of people being killed for their faith. Stephen went first. And many more people. I love Stephen's testimony. Stephen's like, I just did, I was just faithful. I just trusted in God. And I just, I just gave up. I just lived a surrendered life. I just went to community group like they asked me to do, to sign up for every year for the last six years. I just gave my tithes and my offerings, just being obedient to God. I just came and packed some meals. I just built some beds for some kids who were sleeping on the floor. I just opened the door and smiled and waved through the mask and without the mask. I just, that's all I did. I just showed up and I just served. I just read the Bible to those little kids in their nursery. I just warmed those, I just went up to those young girls in our church who were struggling and put my arm around them like I saw Jenny do a few weeks ago. I just served the Lord and they gave me another opportunity. God took me higher. We find so many people in our society looking for higher by the world standard. And when I'm here today, Jesus tells in the scripture, Jesus, I didn't come to go, I didn't come to be served, I came to serve. Man, how is your life going to be marked? When we get to heaven, church, I don't want to get fired up today. I'm running out of time. But God's not going to say, I am so impressed by the way that you built your 401k. How did you do that? He's not going to say that. Like, I'm for building it. Build it. I'm for giving away your wealth too. Like, do, do both. I'm for it. He's not going to say, man, I just, your car was so nice. I did. How did you get that? He's not going to be impressed by that. That's not impressing him. If you're faithfully serving the Lord with your life, that is, that's what pleases the Lord. And we don't have to choose the heights that the world's offering. If we're faithful in this house, if we're faithful in our own homes, if we're faithful wherever, God will lift you up. 
he'll take you to a height that you've never, ever been to. Do you want to go higher today? I wrote down in my notes today, and I think this is applicable for you and I today, but God wants to take you to heights that you've never been before. Like he wants to take you higher than you've ever been in your life spiritually. He wants to do some incredible things. I think I find ourselves sometimes a lot like this kite, I think. And I think sometimes we're like, yo, I bought this kite. Like this kite, this kite looks so cool. My kids are like, can I have that? I'm like, no, it's for the Lord, you know. That's how I talk to my kids. I was going to cut these off, but I think these matter. I think these things matter. This is one of those sermon illustrations I'm going to regret because you're going to see on Instagram today me going, <sighs> I've already thought about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Diana drive the golf cart. I'm going to sit in the back and I'm going to attach the string to it. And I'm going to let the rope do the work. I've already decided. I've already figured it out. It's going to be awesome. <clears throat> I think sometimes, like, man, I'm going so high. And we're like, look at me. And we're literally out there just going, look how high I am. Man, I am crushing the game. And we're so impressed with ourselves. Look at me. And we're like this kite. And we're like, man, look how high I've gone. And God's going, oh my goodness, you could go so much higher. You could go so much higher. God wants to take you to heights that you've never been before. But if you're going to go there, you have to have the string. I, re I, read, I read the instructions, Diana, because it wasn't going on as easy as I thought it was going to be. For the average male, it probably would have been. But I think some of you guys in here today, you're not, you're not really going high. You're not really as high as you think that you possibly could go. Because you don't have the string. You don't have the word of God in your life. You're not hiding his heart so that you might not sin against him. You're not letting the word be a light into your path and showing you which way to go. Guiding your steps, your family, your direction. The Bible says it, it, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. That doesn't sound very fun for church, I know. He wants, we're not a, we don't have the, the spirit of God in our lives. Like Stephen. Stephen just showed up. Like he was just, he was just serving, just giving, just getting in a group, just getting Christian friends, just going to, to brotherhood or sisterhood. You get the point. But he's just, he was just showing up every day, just trusting God, Holy Spirit, God's word, Holy Spirit, God's word. And you guys get the deal. Like if I take this off today, you could actually go, you could actually go higher. You actually have the potential to go a lot higher than just running around saying, man, look at me. I'm just serving God. I'm faithful. Look at me, look at me, look at me. The Bible says if, you get, if you're asking for me to look at you on earth, that's your reward. Just faithfully serving Jesus. That's all Stephen did. Stephen said, I give up. I don't know what Stephen did before he became a Christ follower. But he, he had a job before he was a fisher of men. Maybe he was a fisher of fish. I don't know. Maybe he was a business owner. Maybe he was an entrepreneur. I don't really know. It doesn't really matter. The point is this. The Bible tells us in the scripture that he just was faithful he was full of spirit and full of wisdom, and God took him higher. Here's the good news. God will show you how to get there. Some of you guys are like, I want to go higher. But you're like, I have no idea how to get there. I want to let you know that God will show you how to get there. He'll, he'll take you. The kite does no work, by the way, on this deal. The kite does nothing. The rope does the work. The rope and the wind. It does all the work. The kite just, the kite just goes up in the air. The kite does no work, by the way. Zero work. The kite just hangs there. 
Right now there's no wind, so it does this. But if you start running with it, it starts going high like the eagles. New heights it's never been before. The good news is that God will show you how to get there. And here's, the, here's even better. Here's even better. If you've ever been kite, flight, kite flying, I've never been before. It's the first time I've ever flown a kite. <laughs> they come in as really good ideas. They're not always foolproof, but they come in as good ideas. It, the, the, if you fly them really, really high, I've seen this before, I've heard about it. If, if the rope is not strong enough, the, the rope can break loose from the kite. Or the kite, you've seen those really big box kites, if they come down, they don't get, they, they break. It, it's bad news. They break, if they can break loose, the kite can give away and, and it, it won't fly anymore. It, it comes down. But here's the good news. The kite just hangs on. If you want to go higher to only know God will help you show you how to get there, but here's even better. God will go there with you. He's going to go with you. The Bible tells me, the Bible that I, that I read says that he will not leave you and he will not forsake you. He's going with you. I want to go, I want to go, I want to go higher than I've ever been before. I told a, a couple yesterday that I'm coaching, like I, I hope that God tells me to start another church. I hope he does. And I'm going to do it. It's fun the first time, for the first year. It's been hard to laugh. No, I want to do it again. I told Diane, I was like, we can do this again. Like, just, just get that in our system so that way in case he says it, we're not like, oh, it doesn't hurt as bad. I want to do it. I want to do it. I actually want to do it with some of you guys. Because some of you guys are sitting in chairs you never paid for. You're, you're sitting in pipe and drape that you never, that you didn't pay for. Some of you guys just, someone, you're, on, you're in someone else's, someone else's investment. And I want to give you a chance. You're like, I'm not, is he, is this, are we, are we signing up today? We're not. Don't get all squirmy on me. We're, but I just hope he says it because I'm, I, some of you guys, I don't have the same scroll that Jesus has, but I do have another scroll of some of you guys. I'm taking some of y'all with me. It's going to be amazing. We're going to do this again because the more we do it, that we believe, I and I believe, that the hope for the world is Jesus and the Jesus manifest in local churches. Like they go start, we start local churches and we connect people to Jesus. I'm just convinced. Some of you guys are like, well, let's do it. Let's, well, man, you're already in. Like you're gonna, I know some of y'all will volunteer because you're screwed up like that and you have no idea what it entails. The point, we're gonna take you though. We're, you're gonna go. Some of you guys aren't gonna wanna go. We're gonna wanna go with you. We're gonna invite you anyways. God wants to take you to heights that you've never been. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 32, verse eight, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. Church, I promise you, by the authority of the gospel, the Bible says that God will put you on the best path for you. You don't gotta be on my path. I don't gotta be on your path. God wants to put you on the best pathway for your life and he will advise you and he will watch over you. He says, I'll take you up there. I'll just take you up there and just get you way up there and we'll make this thing work. We will do it together. I will be there with you. I'll do the heavy lifting and I'll supply the wind. He wants to supply the wind in your life. Some of you guys are sucking wind right now, trying to make ends meet, just thirsty, dry, weary, fainting. The Bible says, if you trust me, I'll, I'll give you new strength, new heights. Some of y'all need to come next week because we're gonna talk about new endurance. Some of you guys are like, that's, I need that one. 
I need that one. I, I, I whenever my buddy texted me yesterday about his, two days ago about his 12-year niece, I was like, I don't know. God, I really, I'm tired of this at this point. Like, I'm tired of the death. Like, can we just, can we just have just more life-giving things happen and not life-taking things happen? That would be so much. I would just want to, I just would rather worship you through that than through the tough times. And God says, hey, I'm going to give you a lesson on endurance. That's next week. Jesus, we love you. We're so thankful for this church and for all my friends that are here today. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you that you tell us in your, in your word that if we trust in you, you'll give us new strength. You'll give us a new endurance. You'll give us, you'll take us to heights that we've never, ever been before. In the name of Jesus, you'll do that. You'll show us, you'll, you'll, you'll put us on the best path for us. You'll give us the perfect wind in our sails. You'll, you'll take us, some of us, this, this rope comes with 300 feet. There are some of you guys, some of you here and say, God, they are celebrating the 30 feet, God, but you want to take them 300 feet high. There are some people here, you want to take them a mile high. There are some people here today, you want to take them even further, God. May we just be on the path that you've laid out for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, church, love you guys deeply. Believe in God's best for your life. Believe that God wants to take you higher. I, I want you to believe that as well, though. He'll take you as high as you're, as, will, as you're willing to trust him. He'll take you as high as you're willing to trust and follow and surrender him. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to know more about Hope Church, please feel free to visit us at hopewintergarden.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Winter Garden. We hope you have a blessed day.